It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Welcome to the next episode of Confessions of a Barefoot... <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Welcome to the <laughs> Barefoot Beauty Guru. I'm Toby and I'm here with Elle Wilson. Hello, Hi, Toby. Hello, everyone. Hi. Great to be with you. Oh, you know what? I'm actually fantastic. Well, I know that. That's why I'm married to you. Oh. Um, so today Let's we've see. got a great topic, haven't we? We're going to be talking about yes. um, one of the most important assets, the most important strengths and the most important skills that anyone can have in business. And that is... Communication. Communication. It's the C word, communication. Um, it's so powerful because if we aren't able to effectively be received by someone and have someone hear what we're saying and uh, absorb what we're saying, we're not really going to have any effect on them, on their mind, on their perception of us, on our you know relationship as a whole. Mm. So when it comes to a whole range of different um relationships and essentially business is a network of relationships we all come together suppliers and us and our customers and our team members and all of us we all come together because we have a shared purpose we have a shared goal and being united in that what's most important is that all of the communication channels between all all of those parties are nice and fluid and lubricated and not mm. not not kind of clunky and uh, and so on. But I think today we're going to lean in the direction of customer, um, you know, business customer sort of communications. Mm. Is that correct? Yeah, we are. I loved what you just said. And I think one of the things that we, you know, we really could just have a little perspective shift is that even marketing and sales is about communication. You know, it's, it's it really about is about communicating yeah. with, you know, you can do everything you want in the back end. You can have the perf- most perfect systems in the whole world. And when the gravel hits the road, if you have uh, an inability to the communicate. Rubber. What did I say? The rubber hits the gravel. What did I which say? Which is on the road. Did you said I the gravel that? hits the road. Oh, my. You know, it's like four o'clock and really it's past actually yeah, our, it's our, yet, our, our yeah. it's past of our work day, ended of our work know, we're day. So, back today. so sorry guys, did I say the gra- <laughs> I, I always mix up sayings. I think it's because of my Greek heritage, you know, because I never really grew up in a house where we had sayings because we spoke Greek and we then spoke well, I've got English. An idea. Can about, you help me? How about after this you can go back and listen to the podcast and you'll learn about communication. Yeah, oh, oh, but you. actually I have to so, say something. I find myself very funny when I get them all mixed up because it's almost like you know I do it all the time so thank you Toby for actually helping me with that but really what I what I really want to hone in on today is that one of the most important things um, that I would like to bring up today's needs you know the needs of our clients when our clients are coming to us they're coming not only with uh, they're not only coming with like pain points right they 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 have need they have a need and ultimately, the need of every single human being is to sadly and kind of in an upside down kind of way be loved, right? And uh, so, you know, we, we, we kind of figure out what is it that that looks like and we make up these narratives about what it looks like to be loved and we go out there seeking to be and become the person that is going to be that 
person that someone's going to love, right? Mm, this is deep. <laughs> well, it's true, you know. If you, <laughs> I thought we were talking business, and now we're deep into yeah. Go on. What do you mean? Do you think that I should like bring it up a couple of notches? Yeah, no, no. Go on, keep going. Mm. So, I'm intrigued. so to me, like one of the things that I always with my clients, the first thing that I, um, I really deeply looked into myself like when I had my salons, and I've had salons since I was twenty-one, and now an international community. For me, what really deeply I was affected by was my how do I relate to another human being and really not pretend to care about them and then ultimately really be loving towards them, but to deeply care. Like, you know, I, I came from that as a foundation. So the, the, the deep need, you know, marketing, they always talk about pain points and solving the pain points, but the deepest need of another, hu- another human being is to be seen, to be loved, to be cared for. And how did, I, how did I do that authentically? Well, is there a method that you can share? Are there steps? Are there so practical? I think for me, it was, I, I really knew that I had to actually come, uh, it was a, it's an inside job. It wasn't really about As doing... In, in, your, in yourself? You yes. Right. Yeah, okay. I really had to go into my purpose. Like, what was I doing and what was I doing it for? And ultimately in business, we can't pretend we're not doing it for money. Because if someone said, oh, you know, I would like you to actually go and open your salon every single day and work and do it for free, you probably would go, you know what, I would love to that's, do that, but I'm not going to do it, right? That's the ultimate passion test. Are yeah. You, are you passionate about your work? That's right. And I mean, you know, like people have got other things that they would like to do. If they want to have a lot of, they might go and spend time with their children or they might not. They might actually go on some a holiday by themselves. Song, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some might. But the point is like, let's come back to communication and let's come back to reaching another human being. It's like a child. If a child doesn't feel truly deeply cared for by a teacher, for example, this is a perfect example that if they feel like they're in school if they feel like in university whatever you know those teachers that actually change the lives of human beings ultimately that happens because that human being is receptive because they feel that that person has a real significant um care They're, they're they're loved and so all of a sudden you know there's this vulnerability there's this being seen there's it's kind of like my behavior it's not my behavior that is actually what you're focusing on. You're going deeper with me. And I, I did that with my clients. Even clients actually would come in and I, I initially was a bit scared of them because they were a bit, you know, like domineering. They were a bit overwhelming for me. Yeah, strong um, personalities. Just very, very strong personalities. And yeah. for me, I was kind of like, oh, you know, here she comes again today. And I made a decision, how do I reach her? And, and I really did that by going right directly to that ultimate need that was for her to feel like I wasn't, I wasn't going into her behavior or her personality. I was reaching in even deeper. But then when, you know, when that's what I did, you know, I really did that. And is there a method? I think the method, there's no method. There's well, just one, really there's looking There's a few inward. ideas. There's, there's sort of looking past. It's, it's, um, it could, could be said that you ignore what the person's saying and look at what it is they're actually needing. Absolutely. Because people say things and have their own narratives, their own thoughts, their own stories about things that they're um, communicating and asking for um, and so on. But that that is the overlay. That's correct. Um, that is... Absolutely. Is, is an expression of something underneath which they're actually needing. Perhaps they don't even know how to 
uh, service that need. Well, or if you have think, I want to say one thing about face beauty Facebook groups, right? It's, I hear it so many times. So there's so much conflict in there. There's always all these problems. People have problems with their clients. It isn't the client. It is that the actual beauty professional, any professional has conflict or problems with other people, it needs to up their game when it comes to communication. They do not know how to relate to another human being and see beyond what that person is saying to them, like you just said. And if you don't have that ability, then you need to reach out and you say, gosh, I need to learn that because it's really an important thing. And reach out, tell us, we want to know, right? So if we, if we see that there's a need in the market, gosh, we might even you know do something for you. But the whole point is this podcast, and we can do a series of them is really really important because what it's saying to you is not the other person and you have all the control and all the power to actually be able to even when someone is yelling at you and we have perfect examples of that you know in one case but we won't go into it but you know it's, it's happened to us where we're, we're absolutely I was able to reach that other person and that doesn't make me better more important or you know, oh, I'm on a high horse. It's got nothing to do with that. This is actually humbling. Like this is the thing where you actually have, you, you, you've put yourself into a space where, you know what, that is really important to you. It's and, also, it's somewhat... But I was just going to finish yeah. saying, like the Facebook groups would be, you know, empty. You know, no one would be having problems in these Facebook groups with clients. Like half the, half the stuff that's communicated and the conflicts that are um, so often people find themselves bound up in... Mm-hmm. Um, with each other would disappear because something else would take the place of that which is an ability right an ability that comes from an authentic uh, willingness and sincerity to communicate effectively you know use use an effective way of being with another person that allows that person to not even be happy with you and you're going to be okay with that because you're going to give them that space to receive what it is that they're in. You're not taking it personally. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, it does. So, so you were going to say something. Well, in a way, it's, it's like expanding the context of um, their communication. If someone's upset, if someone's um, um, got a particular issue that you're dealing with, you've got a customer that you're dealing with, you... Are hearing all of the things that they're saying and they have got their view so they're trying to be right and then you're speaking back to them trying to deal with those things to either change them so they're not right but they think differently so you're trying to make them think differently or you're trying to be right so you're kind of coming in with well, another layer of thoughts and narrative and you've got these these sort of conflicts that happen so that's that's like a contained environment when we expand the context of the human being and we see well hang on let's just see all these things they're saying if i just forget about those for the moment and i look at what's you know what are they actually needing what is it that they're needing and if we don't know we can do one of two things. You can even ask, either ask them or you can guess. You can mm. kind of say, is it, that, is it that you kind of feel like this and you would like, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, this to happen? And, and if you're wrong, they'll surely tell you. Mm. So then it gets you a little bit closer to it. Well, one of the things I want to say in the midst of all of this is that, you know, when we're dealing, uh, we think that dealing with clients can be difficult, right? That's the easy part. Like we, Toby and I, as you all know, love growth, love growing, you know, it's part of how we are in our lives. 
And, you know, the, the hardest relationships to be in this with is with your, in the most intimate relationships, the intimate relationships with your children, with your husbands. And we're all learning. Like, we're not in any way saying that, you know, we're experts at, even in our own relationship, there's always this incredible growth, isn't there, that we're, that we're so committed to because we're committed to each other. And it's so easy to break things, isn't it, in this world? It's so easy to just say, oh, well, he doesn't get me, she doesn't get me, da-da-da-da, and, you know, the divorce rates are through the roof, right? But really, the whole point of it is that we don't know how to communicate with each other. We don't know how to even be interested in the needs of another person, even to identify our own needs. So that's, that's a huge thing for me, is really coming back to what my needs are. When I am with a customer or I'm with someone that comes to me that wants to actually talk about Trubra, you know, like a, a prospect. Um, you know, like I, I love, I love exploring what their needs are. And I'm also really open that Trubra isn't what they need deeply and letting her go. I don't have any, I don't step in there with any lack. And, and that's a really powerful thing too. Whenever I would step in with lack in my salons, I would know it and I'd be cringing on the inside because I then started to see that it was no longer about the other person. It was about something that I needed. And it's okay to have needs, but not when we're taking something from another person, um, you know, without reaching into what their needs are. You know, you want to be always finding that match, you know, and in business you can. I also think it's important to recognise that our needs are not more important than anyone else's. Mm-hmm. So we, the context of our needs is in the midst of other pe- people's needs and it's not like we just fight for our own and that's it. Well, that's it's what a, the world does. That's how we yeah. have world wars. That's how we have horrible things happen in the world. You know, This is conflict. This is ultimately conflict, isn't it? Where we make our needs more important than someone else's needs. We, we're not even focused on needs. We don't even go there because a need is in the heart. Right? We're, we're constantly, not, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of the time when we're in conflict, we're always in, in our thinking, we're always in our mind. And so, you know, you've got these two minds battling it out, trying to find a solution. It's impossible. Well, in a way, the mind is the tool to fight the... Fight the what sort of the emotional contraction wants to have happen. It's the fight. So, you know, we're not in business, obviously, to um, to fight. We're not in business to fight with our clients. We're in business to reach, to be able to solve their, their, uh, their problems. And, and serve or, their needs. And serve their needs. You know, this is really clear to me. And, and so the whole idea of being right, someone being right and someone being wrong, is a real problem. The other problem is feedback. You know, if we do not have the ability to effectively um, listen, um, even when the feedback, you know, when it's positive, we're all happy, but when it's not, and not have the ability to be able to uh, respond to that rather than react to that, we're going to be in a position where we're going to have difficulty. And, and you know, in business, it's a key thing, you know, not to have these difficulties. And, and, and it doesn't mean that someone that just starts to be in a business, I mean, you know, knows how to do these things. And in fact, one of the biggest problems in businesses is communication. It really is how to... These are the things that stop us from asking for, asking for feedback. Right? Because we're, we're afraid of, what, of rejection. We're afraid of actually what that other person is going to say. And so it holds us back in doing some of the key essential things that every beauty business needs. One of those things is a client, new client comes in the next day, you call them and you find out how it went. You get feedback. 
and that you you really know how to allow that to come in without it, uh, hearing it as criticism, hearing it as, uh, even if, if it sounds like it is, not hearing it like that, like really going into your own heart and considering that that person, there was an exchange that went on and they, they didn't feel met. You know, they didn't, they didn't feel that exchange was, was, um, agree, it wasn't agreeable to them. So to be able to hear that and let that in offers opportunity. And I think that one of the key things here is that, you know, it isn't about right and wrong. When we think it's about someone, when someone says something and offers you feedback and you think, oh, well, no, hang on, I didn't do that. They're wrong, I'm right. You're never going to win that. That's a war you're never going to win. You're going to go into a war, into conflict, and you will never, ever resolve it. In fact, you can just lose clients. So one of the key things is to really authentically go in and say to yourself, I'm not being rejected, you know. There are, it's not rejection. It's it's just how another pe- person is is perceiving what occurred, and that if can, how do I do that? How do I let that in? It's not an easy thing for everybody, you know. You I can say that you and I can say that. Don't take it personally. But then we could sit back and think of all the times when we've taken things personally, right? We work together twenty four hours. We're together twenty four hours a day. We work together. And so when we see that, we, can, we have empathy for people that take things personally. But here in this situation, what we need to say to you guys is, hey, in business, it's, it doesn't work, right? So, you know, what would you, what sort of advice, do you have any advice that you could offer um, someone? And because I'm sure that, you know, we could come up with some really good takeaways from today. And, and I, you know, I think that that's really important. Yeah, I think, I think one of the most important um things in communication is to um, the, the old sort of saying, seek first to understand and then to be understood. Um, and understanding someone is only, is only the first step because if you understand them, it doesn't mean that they know that you understand them. They don't have an awareness that you've understood them yet. Mm-hmm. So that's where the, the, the practice of restating what you think that they've heard can be really useful. What they've said. Not heard. Sorry, said what? The, mm-hmm. Yeah, what you've heard them say. A bit like the kind of, kind of <laughs> <laughs> Restating what um, what you've heard them say mm. um, allows that them to um, understand that they have been understood. They come to awareness, and if you're wrong in the way that you communicate it. Um, then they will surely let you know. But it's a, it comes back to there's something, a really interesting um, uh, principle that's even, um, you hear it kind of referred to at different times in politics and other things. Um, and that is that your ability, someone's ability to clearly state a problem, if one person can clearly state a problem better than anyone else and you hear that person so clearly nail their description of a problem that you face you naturally kind of feel like they're the best person to solve it for you so um and that's a and that's a very um a very sort of a a a well-known psychological principle and it it's relevant in the midst of you know, customer communications. If you clearly understand and acknowledge the problem as the client sees it, as they're expressing it, 
and you can actually articulate it even better than they can, then all of their guard is going to sort of go down. They feel like, oh, well, at least this person, I don't have to push my opinion so much because they understand what it is. And that allows for a space with which you can have input and actually reach them with your input. Do you think that, that something in the middle of that would be that, that, that is even more important than understanding them is that you have a willingness to understand them? Because, you know, like sometimes yeah. we can get very robotic with understanding someone. It, and it it's becomes, not a technique. Yes. It's a sincere value Absolutely. that you extend. So yeah, it's kind correct. of like this sincere willingness to understand them. So for me, if someone shares something with me, even if I don't want to hear it in, in a business setting, I always, one of the things that I always do, and I've become, someone shared this with me actually years ago, um, I always like to say thank you so much for sharing that with me. That's that's great. I really I, I want to thank you for that because in fact that moves me just a few centimeters closer to them. You know, immediately that person, I've got a space, I've got a gap too where I can relax. So I, I'm listening, and then all of a sudden I just I just really automatically now there's something that happens quite automatically mm-hmm. where I just I just say it you know like thank you for thank you for sharing and there's a space can you feel that space that I have so then it allows me to come back into my body and into what I'm experiencing take care of it right because I could be feeling like absolutely just. You might have anxiety. Yeah, because I could you feel have anything, you might or whatever. Have, you know, whatever it is. But in, so. in, in that time, I have this, I can come back in. I'm not projecting, pushing out. Because if I'm project, projecting, pushing out, you know, you've got conflict and you've got, you know, you're going to lose clients, you're going to have problems, and you're going to be afraid. See, this is the key thing here it's the fear of not know, not believing you have the ability. Actually, in fact, not believing it, just knowing you don't have the ability is enough to frighten you from doing so much in your business because so much of business is about communication. So in, you know, one of the biggest issues with the beauty industry is that we step away from being the beauty expert and become the friend we go into the friend zone because it's it's less confronting. Being the beauty expert, really, um, you could be rejected. Being the beauty expert, you could have someone that doesn't want to, not interested. So we go into the friend zone because the friend zone is a comfort zone. And what actually happens in that is we lose our way because your business can't operate, especially nowadays, in the friend zone unless it's a hobby business. So, you know, beauty professionals need to really step into their into the next level and think, you know, what what is it that my business is? Is it a hobby business or is it truly a strategically planned beauty business? And who and am that... I? Oh, sorry, Toby. I just, I felt myself actually, can you see, did you hear me just go, because ah, I, I, I just want to finish the sentence. Can I just finish it? And who am I in the midst of that? What is my purpose? in this business is it to be a friend and if it is enjoy it have fun and 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 really like experience what that's like do it no there's no judgment or criticism at all but if you don't want that be deliberate if you want to want that be deliberate about that but if you want to be the beauty expert the beauty advisor for your community your clients your community of of like-minded individuals 
then choose that. And to do that, it, you do need to up your game when it comes to communication. There is no doubt. But it doesn't mean that you don't con- um, um, connect deeply with your clients. Oh, it, it's it means not, you connect more not, with your yeah, clients, it's, actually. It's not, it's not um, keep, keeping a distance so you not don't become too close to them. I just think you should speak a little bit more about that because it can easily be taken if, you know, don't be friends with your clients, remain the professional and hold that. What does that mean? What oh, does that to look me like? That, what does that... Yeah, to me that meant that my clients came to me about everything. You know, I was their trusted advisor. You know, they never, ever made a move around their beauty so what would without they, how, coming how, to me. How is that different if... You were treating them as friends. What was well? Different? Then you know that changes the playing field, doesn't it? Like then, then you know they would be more comfortable uh, to cancel, to change appointments. They wouldn't be seeing me as someone that was in high demand. So we're speaking about that, leadership. Oh, absolutely. Like for mm. me, I knew what my purpose was. I was there to help them be the most beautiful they could be, and to be complimented all the time. Mm. You know, the more compliments they got, the better I was doing my job. You know, and that was my reference. And I would have them saying, that's why my business was a referral business. That's how it ran. It ran through referrals because they would constantly be stopped at the train station. Who's doing your eyebrows? Oh, where do you go? Oh, your eyebrows are beautiful. People didn't even know them. You know, this Mm. was a con... I mean, you know, because you were there. Mm. It was this constant thing. Well, I was there in the later days, not in the early days. Yeah, and so, you know, really, the beauty of that was that these people... um, they, they, they really saw me as someone that in the, they knew what the purpose in their mind, they also knew what, you know, my purpose in their life. And that mm-hmm. was that I was an expert. I did my research. I did my due diligence. I always gave them information that was heart from my heart. Like I cared about them. They knew that. And, and they knew also if they weren't happy, they could come and tell me. You know, they, they were, there was this openness um, it's not that I had many of those to be really quite honest I don't know that I had that many at all but you know as, as I started to grow that many, people that would come and, and not be happy with the service or anything like that uh-huh. you know there really was we, we really did scale but they to, felt safe to communicate oh they, they, they communicate yeah. yeah I mean there was always that and, and you know that because people don't leave they stay or you know you can tell with your clients you know mm-hmm. you you get to know your clients this does not mean that i didn't know about their families it didn't mean that they didn't at times when it was appropriate share with me certain things but when it came to me before they entered my space i would read their their client card i knew what i was going to be speaking about i knew what i'd given them the, the time before i knew my strategy for that to get now, I want to be really clear. I knew my strategy in that session of time I had with them, that space and time that I had with them, my strategy to get them to that next place that they wanted to get to mm-hmm. for their beauty. Like, I was there for their beauty. I wasn't there to be their friend. You know, and I think, you know, we hear it a lot, beauty professionals. And it's always. interesting, the equation, the way you state that, because you weren't there to increase your revenue you weren't there with the idea to try and sell them more you weren't there with the with the idea of like a grabbing sort of a thing yet the result of the focus on taking them to where they want will be getting more compliments like you said where they want to be more beautiful to really stay focused on their needs and that 
enhancing of their life in any way that you saw possible. You wanted them to have that area of their life, their beauty enhanced. That is naturally like it's like a two way equation, but your focus was always on seeing a higher and better future for them more than they even saw for themselves and 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 that is a leadership role that's actually you're almost um um a mentor in your your clients toward a better them well i I think in a way too one of the things that was really key and actually i'll give an example before we finish up today and and the example is this you know i had i remember i had this lady that used to actually come to us quite often you were there at that stage and um i had a, a new staff member and uh you know, this staff member was a good therapist, but she lacked people skills. And, and what I mean by that is she lacked, she, there's nothing wrong with her. She was really great, but not, she, she lacked an ability in communicating and, and in really deep listening. And I'm not talking about superficial listening because anyone can do that, right? Anyone can do superficial listening and they're not really listening. I'm talking about sincere, authentic, deep listening where you have you really step into a place of empathy with another human being. And so she went into one of my existing clients that was a you know a long-term client and a beautiful lady, but she was going through some really difficult times. And she did her service that day, and it was about a two-hour service because she used to have everything done with us, like completely. And then when she came out the back, I think you were there, she actually said, I'm never doing her again. You know, she's so depressed and she's so negative. Now, to me that was off the table that didn't tell me anything about that client because i'd i'd done that client i you know serviced that client so many times and and our relationship was so deep and so meaningful because i was available to her this was the first time she'd serviced her and that's what she came out with so that tells me about her and what what's next for her you know like what's next for you you know as as someone that's dealing with human beings intimately um, day in and day out and again it didn't say anything about her that she was a bad person it just said wow she really she doesn't she hasn't what's got, her next level yeah what's her next level of growth what's her next level of growth and and does she have the willingness for that because if she didn't have the willingness for that she couldn't work for me like that would be clear right and actually in fact the reality of it was that she didn't and I do believe she didn't work for mm-hmm. us. So, you know, I think that these are really key things and we want to continue to talk about communication, Toby, because I think because it's so essential and because it's so important, I think that um, our audience uh, is just going to lap this up and love it and I hope that you've got some takeaways from today, everybody. And, uh, Toby, thank you so much for sharing this time with us and uh, being a thank part you. of the Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru. Isn't he great? We'll be back with more. Thanks, Toby. Bye for now.